biggest you know thing I could say is I was mostly proud that I was able to tell my mother I did it. I didn't really have any other feelings about that as far as excitement or anything else because honestly, when I won my first Grammy, my life was in such shambles financially. Like I was like struggling trying to just get a job at a studio to do anything. Like I was I was applying to do internships, you know, all this because I I had just moved from Atlanta to LA, you know, so I was trying to find my way here. DA Music, this is Divine speaking. Divine Evans is a five-time Grammy Award-winning producer, songwriter-engineer, Emmy-nominated composer from Atlanta, Georgia. From a young age, Divine knew how much of an impact music had on him, and it was the path he wanted to take. My earliest memory of music, I was six years old, and there was a Uh, a band of high school students that lived across the street from me and they used to practice on the weekends in their garage with the garage door open. And I used to go over there and just watch them practice every weekend. And the guy who lived there, I used to always ask him like what it would take for me to be a part of the band. And um, he told me one day, like all I had to do is get a, a guitar. And I believed that that was what I had to do. So I begged my mother to uh, to get me a guitar. She got me the guitar, and then I went over there and uh, showed the guy, like, hey, I got my guitar. I'm ready to join the band. And then him and the rest of the bandmates, they all started laughing. And uh, because I was six, I took it as they were laughing at me as in making fun of me. I didn't realize that they were only laughing because it was kind of, like, adorable, you know? And... Um, Basically, that's kind of what sparked a fire in me because I I developed this I'll show them kind of mentality. So I tried to start my own band with like some of my neighbors who were like, you know, seven, eight year olds. Like it it was a ridiculous idea, but it's really what fueled me to become kind of obsessed with learning, you know, how to master music because I wanted to show those guys that I could do this, too. From there, his musical journey continued. My first start in the music industry, um, I met a little kid who was playing Miss Pac-Man in a recording studio that I worked in. He was nine years old at the time, and he was just telling me about how, you know, he he's a singer and he wants to change, like, music, and music isn't the same. And, you know, he would just seem like an old soul. Like, there's no way this little kid possibly could understand, like, music enough to criticize the state of it and stuff like that so i asked him to let me meet his manager and uh that's whenever he introduced me to his manager named joyce irby and uh joyce was the the bass player for the female band uh, from the 80s called climax and uh, she was also notorious for starting the careers of like major major songwriters and producers when i met her i had no idea who she was or what she had done All I knew was that I wanted to work with this little kid because his spirit was just so amazing. I was like, whatever he does, I have to be a part of it. So I asked her if I could write a song for uh, for her group, which he was a part of. And she said she'd be open to listening. So, you know, I bugged her to death for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, uh, she listened to the song I wrote for them. And that was the first song I ever placed. And that was uh, that little kid ended up becoming the R&B singer Lloyd. Um, 
so that's kind of how I really got my start because my first placement as a producer and as a writer came from that that meeting at the Miss Pac-Man machine. Divine started out working from studio to studio, working small jobs to get his foot in the door. He landed a job at Left Eye Production and it changed his life forever. I was left eye. I was uh, I was a part of this uh, this group and a production team called uh, Three Wishes, and uh, one of the guys in my group met a uh, a little. She was either fourteen or fifteen at the time. Uh, a girl who was a part of this up and coming group that was supposed to be a spinoff of TLC. Um, the group ended up becoming called Black. But uh, the girl that um, I met, that, that my friend met, was uh, Natina Reed. She was the rapper in the group. And um, she invited us to the office to meet her, and we came to meet her. And then uh, next thing we know, you know, she introduced us to Lisa. Lisa heard our, our production and our writing, and, um, and she signed us to a management deal. So she, she ended up becoming uh, my manager for a few years. Um, and that's that's how we met. I met her through Natina Reed, and unfortunately, you know, um, Lisa and Natina both both um, have passed away. Um, so I've kind of continued like my life and my quest for music, you know, kind of representing them um, because my I owe my entire career really to those two women. Over the past ten years, Divine has worked on some of the biggest tours in music. Recently, working with the Chainsmokers, BB Rexa. Charlie Poop, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's Soul to Soul Tour, Janet Jackson's Unbreakable World Tour, Rihanna's Diamonds World Tour, Justin Timberlake's 2020 Experience Tour, and Pharrell Williams' Dear Girl Tour, and many more. With all of this experience in the music industry, Divine says the most rewarding thing about it is... Uh, the most rewarding thing in, in, um, in music is being able to not only uh, touch the lives of the listeners, but I've been blessed with the opportunity to touch the lives of the creators. You know, one of my, one of my biggest goals and my favorite things to do is to meet young aspiring writers and, and producers and, and uh, help them find their way in this, in the, uh, in this really difficult industry um that right there is one of the most special things to me so I've, I've really enjoyed that of course you know seeing fans react to music and be inspired by music and become emotional and cry to, when they hear songs and stuff like that that's a that's a very powerful feeling but um I really I really have become like more into like the you know the aspiration of of, of taking a, a an inspiring creative person and giving them an opportunity to to do what I love and, and what they love and have that same experience of hearing your song on the radio for the first time. He says the biggest challenge is? The most challenging thing in the music industry is really just knowing how to manage and deal with all of the um, personalities and to deal with all of the financial limitations that people are faced with because I find in, uh, in the music industry a lot of people they're suffering and they're struggling, you know, trying to survive and maintain a sense of artistry and, and creative, you know, headspace. And um, with the pressures of the life, you know, that, that we're all living from the financial side of things, um, life gets really heavy and it makes people really difficult to deal with sometimes because people don't always know how to separate 
the struggle from the art. Divine Evans has been a dominant figure in the music industry for over 20 years, working with some of the most well-known artists today. Divine has a great ear for music and knows how to create those hits. We are excited and fortunate to have him on our team. Uh, the biggest advice I would give anyone is to always remember why you started doing this in the first place. Never lose focus on that. Never, um, if you started your career because you wanted to get an award, then do it for that reason. Because um, that way, you'll when you get the re you know, when you get the reward, you'll feel like you've succeeded at what your goal is. But if you got into music because you just love to create and inspire people, then stay loyal to that feeling, um, because that feeling will lead to all the success that other people you know admire the awards, the plaques, you know, the Grammys, the NAACP Image Awards, whatever else you know, it, you'll be able to uh, receive all of that because you remain loyal to, to the original reason you started creating. You know, do music for the, you know, six-year-old version of yourself, like the person who fell in love with their instrument or their, their songwriting. Only create for that reason and all the other things will happen naturally. This has been our Damn Good Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. All music played in this episode are songs by the artists themselves. You can check out their music on our artist page at damusiclibrary.com. DA Music is clearance free, and we are always here for your project and production needs. Check us out at damusiclibrary.com.